Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. Welcome, listeners far and wide, near and far. Far and wide, mm. near and also far. <laughs> and additionally far, as always. <laughs> um, <laughs> our furthest fans are our favorites. Wow, it's true. You have the most dedication because you'll probably never meet us. Yeah, that is you know? kind of true. There's no possibility, almost. I don't want to say that, but... I will say that um, the podcast host who I am completely obsessed with that I've talked about before on this podcast was like put out a new episode and was like, so this has been really well covered. Actually, Chapo has a great episode on this. So if you want some background and I was like, what is the point of having a parasocial boyfriend? If I could just get the same information from a real boyfriend, I hate this. Uh huh. Yeah. Too close to home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, welcome everyone. This is FOH. I'm Elaine Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. <laughs> and, uh, don't go to any other podcast for anything because we're your only source of information. Clearly. Should be. Should be. Should be. Um, yeah, we took, uh, oh, sorry. It's a service industry podcast. <laughs> I forgot. Cause it's like not really anymore. Um, <laughs> neither of us have jobs. Um, it's really, yeah, it's very strange still to me, um, all all this year later, uh, that we don't have jobs and we have a service industry podcast. What do you guys think? Is this working? Okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I actually also have no concept of how many people, um, who listen and kind of in general are back at work because I just, I don't really know. So I'm like, are we just like the last people on earth to not have jobs? And everyone's like, well, they really could. They really could. Um, no, think? I think most people still don't have jobs. I mean, I know here and there people are working, but I think most people are still not working. All right. I'm out of touch. Everybody is what I'm saying. I'm not really on Instagram these days, so I don't know what y'all are up to, frankly. Um, Kelly, how's it going? Good, Lillian. We saw each other. We did. Yeah, we took a week off from this podcast because after we did the COVID clip show, we needed some time to ourselves. It rocked us. It, really it rocked did. us. As you probably, if you listen to it, you probably could tell. Um, but yeah, it was like an extreme uh, identity reckoning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Suffice of like the say. woman I've become, it's like the the joy in music from my voice is like so clearly absent now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the musicality within my timber yes. is absolutely. Oh my god, deficient. no! It really is. It really. It it did. It, it shook me. It shook me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, a completely different uh, sort of tone and presentation of myself. Anyways, let's not think about that anymore. Don't, um, who, who needs to, really? Who needs to? <laughs> Certainly not our listeners. <laughs> you guys have your own problems. Um, <laughs> God. <laughs> anyway, so Anyways, came up to visit yeah. me in my little upstate hamlet. Yes, it was very fun, and you can go ahead and assume we took all of the appropriate precautions and measures, because we did, but it goes without saying, but of we course, have to say of it. Of course, of course. It was very safe, and I we forced Lily to go we on just... a couple of hikes. Went on some hikes. Are they really hikes? Uh, well, the, yeah, it, we didn't go on hikes. Well, is a hike, does it have to be uphill? 
I don't think a hike has to be uphill, but I do think there has to be some element of off-road bushwhacking. You can't, is it a path? Is I thought, but we went on a path. We went yeah. like 10 miles on a path. Stroll. No. A stroll. No, it's a hike. Um, we saw bluebirds. We saw bluebirds. We saw lots of sort of dead trees. <laughs> Yeah, the, it's not like the most. I mean, actually, I went on uh, this weekend, and there was a little more kind of buds and stuff. And I saw something called a skunk cabbage, which I had never seen before. If you want to give that a okay. Google, uh, refresh my memory because it, it it does sound very uh, Florida like to me, swampy. Yeah, it's um, it's just like a bulb that is like a harbinger of spring, and it just kind of emerges from the ground, and it almost grows into like um, like a. Like Kelly's a moving her hand up and down. Yeah, I don't really have like I don't the natural world like it's like when it to me it defies description, but only because I'm just like it looked like a thing, like a plant in the steam. It's a growing. It's like. It's like, oh, yeah, queen. Okay, words are unable to describe this particular uh, flora. So just give it a Google. Okay, will do. Everybody, take out your phones. Go ahead and Google swamp cabbage. What is it? Skunk, skunk cabbage. Skunk cabbage. See, I'm thinking skunk ape. That's a Florida thing. That's our Sasquatch. Yeah, that sounds like a slur. Oh, Mm, it's not, but I mean, now you made me afraid. I'm constantly afraid that everything I know from Florida is like secretly something really racist. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's it's a founded fear, I would say. So, uh, anyways, everyone, I hope that's not true. Um, <clears throat> anyways, I will bleep it out. Um, <laughs> everyone's like, that's worse. Okay. Um, yeah, we had a lot of fun and we had a lot of nice food that you lovingly prepared and some nice wine. It was great. It was yeah. a nice little... I also am like... Um, it feels like it happened upstate, that's not really... The, but I'm like, a, I'm like a weed person now. Yeah, that is true. You were, you that was were, my big you thing. You were hitting the bong. Imagine <laughs> if I brought a bong with me. It's, I immediately go from never smoking weed to having a bong. It's like a machine gun bong, like one I saw in <laughs> Miami. <laughs> It had, like, yeah. rhinestones on it. I was like, I need this so much, but obviously I cannot buy it. She, um, she brought a laser bong, folks. It had- I, <laughs> no, I just, I mostly got weed because uh, I just like having, like, chill weed around my house. And then my back ended up not being great. And um, I had, like, paint, like, weed for pain. And, yeah. folks, it works. shows how out of touch out of touch I am. You can turns out these days you can have weed that doesn't make you insanely paranoid and upset. You can just have weed that like makes your back feel okay. Mhm. Mhm. It's crazy. I had no idea what the scientists have done, you know? Yeah. I'm so still too afraid way. of weed to even Hey, I experiment. get it. The fact that I could be on weed around everybody and like not I had not one shred of anxiety I was like all right that's the test yeah I mean to me it sounds so implausible that I can't even I know test, I know you I know, know what I mean believe me I know I mean I I don't like the way it makes me feel but I was like oh this is sick they like have chill weed that doesn't make you like want to claw your eyes out it's amazing yeah anyways that's a little endorsement for weed if anyone, <laughs> wants to if anyone was on the fence about weed <laughs> Take it from me. Um, It can be okay. 
Fox Rachinsky's debut solo album, Cherry, arrives on Friday, March 26th, available on iTunes, Spotify, and all streaming platforms. You might know her from her psych rock band Quilt, but this album is new territory for Rachinsky, as she goes personal and pop. Rochinsky cites Madonna, Midnight Vultures era Beck, Krautrock, and Talking Heads as influences. And personally, I'm getting God-tier Annie Lennox and Cocaine Cheryl Crow as well. Cherry was recorded with Carlos Hernandez and Julian Fader of Avaluna, and you can get a gorgeous, bright red vinyl copy shipped out June 4th from DonGiovanniRecords.com. Check out AnnaFoxRachinsky.BandCamp.com for all your Cherry needs. And be sure to watch the videos for the album. There's a little treat in there for diehard FOH fans. So listen into Cherry from Don Giovanni Records on March 26th and for the rest of your life. Anyways, um, Kelly, what are we talking about this week? Um, well, we are talking about... Um, kind of in a broad way, workplace grievances, unions, mm-hmm. co-ops, etc. Trouble in paradise. <laughs> Which is what I call work. Work. <laughs> I call it paradise. Hey, I'm heading in. I gotta go. To, I'm late for paradise. <laughs> That's how I say it. Uh-oh. You know. <laughs> um, yes, because there's been, and I, again, obviously we're kind of late on this, uh, so... But we are a week behind, so it's like, sorry. I and she's been care. smoking weed. Come on. And I'm like, wait, man, what? T- what? Where am I right now? Um, no, kill me if I ever become like that. Um, I don't know. You're be moving on to high Oregon. alert. I know, high alert for that in the next year. Yeah. Um. Anyways, yeah. So there's been a couple things that we feel are sort of in the same general category. One, I feel like both. Most everyone's heard about. Um, what should we do first? Jing Fong's Chinatown situation? Yeah. Great. <laughs> um, perfect. That's the headline. Um, <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. That's, that's true, Lily. The Chinatown um, situation. The Chinatown situation. Um, that movie, uh, The China Syndrome. Have you seen that? Uh, Jane Fonda. That- Jane Fonda joint. Yes, the Jane Fonda at Three Mile Island. Yeah. It's yeah. Um, not it's not good, but it is interesting. Um it's before they knew how to edit movies. Do you know what I mean? They're like, No, we want a long shot of someone walking to their car, like a <laughs> solid minute and a half of <laughs> yeah. getting into no their car. No rush here. No, we wanna see it all. Every They're like turn there's of the key. three three T V channels, so it's like if you're watching the movie you're kind of you're there. Yeah. So yeah. like yeah, why yeah, not? Yeah. It's also uh-huh. um, when they were like, women can do question marks. So it's like she's yeah, a reporter. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like she's like a reporter and they're like, they're like, like I'm tired of these fluff pieces. Yeah. But some of the ugliest outfits, and I do like ugly outfits, and I will say, <laughs> woof. Someone did Jane Fonda dirty in that movie. I mean, double blouses, uh, it's uh, absolutely atrocious. Anyways. I do think I saw that as a kid, and I remember being like, beautiful hair, maybe I should become a journalist. And I mean, was like I the get it. In my mind. I mean, you got, you got um, a young Michael Douglas with a, a different haircut and beard situation that you will ever see. Never again for Michael Douglas did he have that. And I think it worked for him, honestly. Yeah. Okay, anyway, God, sorry. This is not what this podcast is about. 
stop, look and listen. Um, so anyways, uh, as we all know by now, uh, the much-loved, beloved Jing Fong's Dim Sum restaurant in Chinatown, I think it seats 800 people. It's yeah. It's enormous. I've never personally been. Have you been? Mm-hmm. You have been. Um, has been there for, what, 30, 50? I think years. in that location for like some 30 odd years and as yeah. a, as an institution, like as a restaurant, like 50, 50 some. Yeah. So a, a Chinatown institution, a cornerstone of the community, um, obviously a not well suited business for the pandemic, as you might imagine, kind of their whole thing, not really working for them. Um, so they announced um, that they were closing down the dining portion of the of the restaurant um but what is interesting is that it's the only uh restaurant in chinatown that has a union yeah um and obviously and so what i thought was interesting was that the union was immediately like no you absolutely can't do this and it's become a huge press and like general community um situation um yeah yeah i think that's the summary that's the summary. Um, I think because obviously it is a large space that seats 800 people. It's an event space. Um, they said that they serve, I think, 10,000 people a month a or week? something like that. A week, a month. Um, Let me get that. Pull that up. And I just want to say uh, Sophia Chang is the author of the piece that I got this from Eater. Okay, great. Um, and... <laughs> Uh, no, that's I'm not trying me. to cite I'm, my sources. Okay, cool. Whatever. Who cares? Okay, no one cares. Shut up. Um, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I can't. I'm just. I'm quite, gonna, we no, used no, no, to no. cite them more. I'm like, we have been that forgetting is, to no, cite the No, that's so true. I was just gonna make a fucked up joke, and I'm not going to. Um, okay. But also because of its kind of large space, it functions a as kind of like a community space but also Mm. it employs over 100 people so i think that is a huge part of it is that um it's not just the employees being like no don't shut this down we don't want to lose our job it's like this is a major artery Mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. the community and of employment and so it supports like many 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 more people than even the 100 people who work there of course it's it's interesting to me um and i didn't uh look it up because i didn't um (laughs) <laughs> great way to have a podcast. Um, I wonder why this restaurant has a union specifically. Yeah. I think, I think probably just uh, in large part because of its size, but there's other big restaurants. Yeah. I mean, for sure. I don't know specifically um, either. That would have been good for me to know. Yeah. That would have been a good thing podcast. to look up for either of us. Mm, okay. Well, um, that's something we kind of like to pose questions for you to think about and it's a not know the answer. It's a thinker. It's a thinker. Um, so there's some, it's interesting because both parties seem to be using vague PR language back and forth. So we have the, um, the landlord who I guess is a owns most, it's like a huge, huge real estate, uh, owner in, um, owns many properties in Chinatown. Um, and I guess has kept the rent 
the same since 1993 or something like that. But then it, it, they couldn't find their exact number, but I think it's still like 70 grand a month or something. Like it's like something like insane. Um, and they haven't paid the rent since last March, obviously. So it's obvious, it's that. It's like they're getting kicked out because of the rent. It's not some like, we've all, we just decided that this is a, you know, the the family who owns the business, they're just like, no, it's, because we decided to part ways. Like, everyone's being... Yes. Not saying what's happening right now. Yes. I think um, in... I am citing an article. Now I am now I have to look up my author. But um, mm. from The Gothamist. And mm-hmm. it was... Uh, this is a representative of the landlord. And they said the Chu family who owns the Jingfun said the Chu family has been a part of the Chinatown community for generations, and they always will be, which is, like, a big question. Like, for a landlord to toss out is a big um, question mark. While we are still in the process of determining what is next for this unique space, there is no doubt that we will require the future tenant to contribute to the vitality and health of our community. We are looking forward to the next chapter at 20 Elizabeth Street. Hmm. Yeah. That's... A lot of that's that's what they used to call double speak back in back in my day. Back in my day, um, actually, I, think... I don't even think that's what it is. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Um, I think that it just like. Um, I mean, I think there's, like, a lot of talk, obviously. There's a big drive to unionize so many industries in the country, especially right now. And um, I think that this being a unionized restaurant is so important for its future. But it's also, like, this question of, like, what is the role of the union? Because if the role of the union is just essentially HR and to, like, ameliorate relations with workers and management, that's not going to be helpful in a time like this when you have like the antagonist is the landlord. So you need to have a union that feels antagonistically towards capital and like landlords in general for it to like be helpful because, and not shitting on anyone involved in this, but it's like, then you have like community organizers who are like, yeah, we're going to like, this is going to be a worker co-op and a community space and da, 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 da. And it's like, yeah, yes. Um, who is the, there's like a, um, a community leader activist who, oh, um, Don, Don Lee is a community organizer um, who has been kind of, I think, like the mouthpiece for this, uh, besides like the union, yeah. you know, representative or whatever. Um, but yeah, I was saying basically what their idea is, um, is to try to do a, like a worker owned business model and get a lot of like city grants so that they can have performances while people are eating turn into a gallery space there's a you know all of these like ideas which are interesting and like who knows like that could work but i worry i worry that these things get get twisted and taken over and it's like not really about the the workers and it's not really about the union anymore exactly and i think that like kind of because of this moment that unions are having in the country, they become this shorthand Mm -hmm. for anything that's seen as like a social good. And it's not Mm -hmm. even necessarily politically motivated. And, and so it's like, 
yeah, this is going to be this community center. It's going to have these art installations. It's going to do this, this, that, and the other. And it's like, what does that do for the worker? Unless the workers are saying, this is what we want the space to be. But then they had, um, in my Gothamist article, they just said the, um, the head of the union agrees with Mr. Lee's plan. It's like they're not even like citing his specific the union itself. Yeah. Kinda kinda. Well funky. it also seems yeah, it also seems like there's kind of and, and this is not at all like I mean, obviously they're they're dealing with these things as it, it's it's on the ground, it's happening, it's fast paced, like I'm not expecting a full plan or whatever. But I mean it seems like there's a lot of as someone who has a lot of big ideas, this uh, this needs some details filled in. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially to, like, a hundred people who presumably are out of a job, not right now, if not very soon, so. Yeah, I think it's just, um, and then, so yeah, so the, and then, did we explicitly say this, that their idea is that the union would take over ownership of the restaurant and it would become a worker-owned cooperative, yeah. so then... All the profits would either be, you know, it's also that like a union can be very different functionally than a co-op because mm-hmm. the co-op is directing right the business, which is, I mean, so uh, you're like dissolving the union essentially. Yeah, and <laughs> um, it's like a huge ask of people to be like, do, now you have to decide like profits. Does that go? back into wages is it an investment it's a lot of work it's a lot of work and some people are really interested in that work and really motivated to do that work and lots of people are not for obvious reasons and i think i read an article on eater also about just the concept of Mm worker-owned restaurants and um I think being like this is the way forward is um, like a little self-congratulatory for people who aren't in restaurants because it's like sure that's not necessarily what relationship lots of people want to have to their workplace. Yeah. No, for real. I mean, that's like, I mean, that's an entirely different thing. It's an entirely different thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's like your that's your brain space is being taken up in a different way when a lot of people not a lot of people, but I mean I'm it's like we want to go do our job and we want to get money and we want to go home yeah like everybody else like every other like Tom every Dick other, and Harry like every other yeah. buster in this um, country <laughs> so asking people to like have I don't know it's it seems almost like this like life devotion in a way where I'm like well that blows why do I have to give up everything else <laughs> just to like have to have a decent job like everybody else this sucks literally I think it's like um I get my graphic design degree if I want to have a bullshit <laughs> job like everybody else me? yeah I think it's it's just um we're at such a just a this time in restaurants in unionization in this country where it's like, we are trying to figure all this stuff out, but it's like the asking everyone to like devote their life to building like these beautiful utopian workplaces instead of just like beheading Nancy Pelosi and being like, we get $30 (laughs) an hour. Okay. Come on. (laughs) I mean, truly it's not like that. There's a better answer than us doing more work. <laughs> there has to be, right? right Always. Right. 
Always. Oh always, God. always. There has to be a better me? answer. My God, there's got to be a better way. <laughs> Maybe I that's can't. why I'm like, this is so sus because I'm like the idea of someone like <laughs> coming to me and being like, start a cooperative. I would like, I would rather. I mean, look, here's the thing also is like, we're all so tired. I mean, it's yeah. like, I can't. In my I notes mean, for this, I said. Um, is anything that makes you tired a psyop? That was one of my notes mm-hmm. today. Yeah, yes. I answers, yes. Any answer? Um, yes. as I, I had a, I had a drink with a, a very sweet listener, uh, and friend of the, friend of the podcast, um, last week. And I was like, never been more aware of, uh, how old and tired I, I know. am now. I know. You know, I was like, dreams? Oh, I don't have those anymore. <laughs> No, 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 no. Uh, no big dreams on the horizon for me. I uh, just sort of would like to go home and go to bed. So <laughs> Like a lavender tea, well. a cup of, <laughs> simple cup of lavender tea at night. <sighs> a little uh, oil, essential oil mist in my diffuser, and I'm quite happy. <laughs> no, no ambition whatsoever left inside of me. My child, I wish you well. Um... Anyways, so that's the situation over uh, over in Chinatown. Um, <laughs> <laughs> forget it, Jake, as they say. Forget it, Jake. It's a collective. <laughs> um, <laughs> God. Uh, everyone's like, this is insensitive. Okay. Um, next up, uh, I would say it, it's not it's not lighthearted in any way, shape, or form. It's actually very horrible. I No, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm like, where's she but, going? I know, terrified look in your the whites of your eyes. Um, however, the situation at Tate's uh, Bake Shop is horrific, um, but it's set in Long Island. So let's just, <laughs> okay. that can kind of counter some things that make yeah. you so angry and upset and make you want to cry about this. Just remember, it's it's on hilarious Long Island. So it kind of softens so the blow. So true. Claire. Yeah. Um, do you want to set up this, uh, little number? Yeah, so this is that, um, that the, so Tate's, for, for the uninundated, is a very popular cookie brand in New York, and it's sort of like a local brand, um, that is, they, it's also, like, quite a large company, um, Well, she's. Yeah, it was sold for like five hundred million dollars like yeah. a few years ago. It used to be like I'm selling cookies on I don't know how what people do. <laughs> on Long Island. On Long Island. Um, that, what's the Long Island accent? Do it, Kelly. Oh my god! Now it's now I'm now I'm. No, nervous. didn't you do it one time and it was really good? I think. Um, I forget Long Long Island. Long Island. I mean, I did Long. watch Long Island Medium in college. See, so you should know. Yeah. Say something in Long Island. I'm Didn't like, you go on a date with somebody from Long Island? You did a perfect impression. Oh, yeah, I did go on a date with somebody See? from Long Island. See? So say something that he said. Oh, God, what did he say? He was so weird. Um, I'm, let's come back to it because now I'm, um, I'm feeling too much pressure. pressure. Okay, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not everybody um, performs as well as I do under pressure. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I, mean, I forgot, I, I forgot, I forgot. I forgot. Not everyone's a performer. Um... <laughs> Um, so I was cursed with cookie. these good looks that kind of forced me into the spotlight. Shut that. Oh my age. god! Kill me. Okay, so Tate's Bake Shop uh, is now a, an enormous uh, cookie 
conglomerate. Is that the right word? I don't know. Um, and their workers are um, talking about talking about a union. They're talking, talking about a union. Talking um, Norma Ray over here. Yes, because um, they're you know I mean it's baking, it's physical work, it's hot, it's you know whatever. They need a union. Everyone does. Yes, and, obviously, yeah. Um, and then their boss was like, oh, you guys want to form a union? Well, I'm going to call ICE. And everyone who is trying to organize and trying to join this union who's undocumented is going to be... Deported. I mean, yeah. Held, it's deported, disappeared. so fucking disgusting. I mean... It's really beyond... I mean, it, I mean, that is just what I mean when I'm like, you need unions to be these antagonistic because that is the level of antagonism that capital approaches unions with. That's the fucking heat that unions need to be bringing. And that's why when you have someone saying we're building a art space, I kind of go. No, there's anytime anyone says art space, red flags, (laughs) like run away. It's a big one. This is not for me. Because. I mean, you're talking about someone who is like, I am going to disappear you. I'm going to your whole. No, it's because you want to make seventeen dollars an hour. I and they and they have the power to do it. Is the fucked up thing. And at least now, I mean, thank fucking God, someone's like, excuse me. And I'm assuming that the people who are work the workers here who are trying to unionize, because don't you have to be? You have to be like in. Part, you have to be basically, like, mentored by another union, right, is how you get... Well, so, yeah, so there's... I'm assuming that the person who is representing this union that they're partnering or whatever under, yeah. uh, this guy who, can I just, I want to say his name's uh, Cosmo Lubrano <laughs> is the yeah. guy. So, I, I mean, I, I watched the newsreel. He's the real deal. Anyways. Um, yeah, so I think um, there are lots of... Or not lots, but there are national unions that come in to train um, people in specific companies to mm-hmm. build contracts that will then be backed by the national. Or there are also workers who are kind of um, in a more grassroots way. Like Target has this, where it's like it's not, um, they've not been like salted by. Uh, like the IWW or something, it's just target yeah. workers being like, we are making this. This is happening. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but in this case, yeah, it's it's a national coming in and training these people to negotiate a fair contract. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, and thank God, they basically have, like, baby union reps with for the fledgling union who yeah. they're like, no... I, Obviously, you can't, we all know, you can't uh, threaten employees, I mean, period. Uh, and then you especially can't do it when they're trying to uh, organize for their rights. Um, and it's just, like, the most disgusting, evil thing you can imagine. Um, and it, I hope, I mean, thank God it's getting, like you said, I mean, all of this stuff's happening and getting attention. I don't think it really would have before. Yeah, and that's definitely also a huge argument for having the support of a national Union, because mm-hmm. then they're like, okay, you want to do that? Like, guess who we fucking know? Brian Williams. Okay. <laughs> Ever heard of him? Ever heard of him? I think um, <laughs> I am addicted to criminal minds. Okay. 
And I know. When did this happen? I'm like so confused. It was a latent. It was a latent thing. I like. I used to watch it, and then I had. What does a latent thing mean for Criminal Minds? Um, I had watched it when I was in high school when it was on <laughs> okay. the air, and okay. then I had you know put away childish things and didn't watch it for years, and then literally. In February, I was like, oh, yeah, Criminal Minds. Like, it was on Netflix, and I was like, and now I'm, like, obsessed mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. Um, my mind is totally criminal now. Yeah. Um, you have a criminal mind. <laughs> I have a criminal mind. But I was, like, talking to my housemates, and I was like, I think if I, like, felt the urge to kill someone, I would just kill myself because I find it so disturbing to, like, want to murder people. Um and if I had the urge to, if I, if I felt that in my brain, like I should call ice on this person, I would kill myself. Um, okay. I would say that's not the first course of treatment <laughs> well, for I... that, for that thought. I appreciate <laughs> the passion behind the statement, but I think maybe to everyone who's listening, if you've ever had that thought and you think you're thinking it right now, cause Kelly said it. <laughs> Trick. It's a um, trick. It's not what Dr. Spencer Reed told me. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, okay, I that's know... That's not what Greg from Dharma and Greg told me. And he is an expert. He's an FBI agent. Trained. <laughs> He's trained. Trained. He did the ropes course. Yeah, at okay. At Quantico. If you've seen G.I. Jane... Times times that by a million. Times that by a lot. Okay, but you ke- you get to keep your hair. I remember that movie came out so specifically because my stepfather was like, that would never happen. <laughs> Perfect response. Because he's response. like an ex-Marine. He was like, no, that's I don't not possible. So. He's like, I don't a one-arm think. push-up? <laughs> no. I've never seen no, D.I. Jane, so it's... I'm no, isn't she trying to be, like, a Navy SEAL or something? She's trying to be... What's the most elite... I don't know. Like, I Green don't Beret? Either, whatever. I don't know. I've never seen it. Yeah, I don't know. Death Squad? I don't know what she's trying to be, but... <laughs> she wants um, to... She's on Zero Dark Thirty or something? Yeah. Anyways, but it's so funny to have, like, like ex-military people just be like, no, no way, that wouldn't... No, I don't think so. No, 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 no. Uh, a good household to grow up in. Anyways, um... So yeah, this woman. Uh, I don't think. Oh, it's the company. the The company for Tate's is uh, Mondelez, which is like a big, huge. Yeah. I don't know. Weird. I think evil that's com- a conglomerate. Yes, that's that's what I meant. Yeah. Right. Conglomerate. I meant Tate's is a corporation. Yes. Within the conglomerate. Yes. Right. Yeah. Nailed it. What's happened when something gets bigger? That's what I mean. Um, right. right. Um, we can all so obviously they released something they were like any allegation that the company has violated any aspect of the National Labor Relations Act is untrue blah 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 blah. it's like okay that's we know you're lying obviously we know you have people on camera being like this is what they said to me like basically saying they will kill me so I mean okay Uh, it's also just a tactic I mean lots of places that's like not you know what I mean like that's a tactic that management uses it's not like you didn't invent that like of course you said it because that's what people say it's so gross everyone's such a fucking monster Anyways, <laughs> um, 
I know it kind of makes me wonder, well, whatever. It's just funny that we've all worked for so many places that have, like, so many people, and it's like, that's just like, I would never, I would never start a union at my restaurant job. Yeah, I mean... For, for the kind of places we... It's like, it, it, it's impossible. That, it, that's not true. It's not impossible, but it's for... You, it's tough. It's hard. I mean, that's why I think, like, um, it's, it's, it's hard to understand, like, how a... Yeah, it's, it's tricky because it's, like, what your needs are so... Difficult it's for like just a, a union different, to address. Yeah. I mean, look, you want you guys want Peter Luger service from every restaurant? Is that what you want? It's, yes. It's maybe, also but. hard because when you do work with these national unions, like a lot of times their solution and like rock and stuff like that, they're like, okay, so what if we abolish tipping and everyone <laughs> everyone know, suddenly makes fourteen dollars an hour? It's like, okay, I don't love it. Um I mean, that's, like, I hate that the no-tipping thing is coming back as, like, a faux. It, I'm, I hate yeah, it. You I'm guys like, know I know you, on that. You know, you know, you know. Um, which is not maybe the most popular opinion anymore, but um, is correct. Is, is correct. the correct opinion. Um, yeah, I think that's, like, the, the thing about unions, too, is, like, it's, I think that um, even though they're in vogue, I think it's important to that they be, like, serious institutions and have long lasting power and, and be able to build power and, and change, um, power relationships in this country. And so it's like, I don't support just these like kind of, I don't know, these like weird, like individual restaurants just being like, yeah, we got a union. And so we all make $15. I don't know. Like, I think it's like, it's a weird thing that the restaurant industry is going to have to reckon with, but I don't know how. No, it's going to be weird. Um, I get to be in a in a grad student union, which I'm excited Hell about. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, I turn I would, to Jonah Peretti. I'm like, yeah, I just don't think unions are, are good for our... Honestly, it's not. Yeah. Um, yeah, never forget. I mean, we all love... <laughs> we all love... People love Chelsea Peretti, but she comes <laughs> from... She comes from bad blood, so... Yeah. Um, you can be as funny, lib, libby as you want on Twitter, but, uh, when your brother is actively harming people, I don't care. Um, right? Yeah. You're just letting me go. You're not interrupting me at all by saying I anything. was supporting you. You're looking at my, you, no, you're not. Okay. What no, the you're hell? Not, you're not supporting me. What um, the hell? I let you speak and all of a sudden that's not support? People say I interrupt you too much. No, they don't. They don't say that anymore. They used to, but that's because you were new and you were excited and we didn't know each other back in the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's I... not you interrupting. You're just excited. Um, well, it's both. It's ADD. It's fine. <laughs> I do the same thing. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I won't remember this in two seconds. Um, <laughs> I know. It is really hard. Sometimes I'll even start. I'll be like, I'm intentionally telling a story. And then I'll be like, don't know why. <laughs> So bad. Forget about it. Um, okay, let's. Should we do some housekeeping? We have, we, yes. Yes. We have um, a Patreon coming. We have Patreons coming down the pipeline per always newsletter. It's a lot of fun. No pressure to join the Patreon, but it's a lot of fun if you do. Hey, you're gonna have a laugh. Um, you're gonna have a laugh. 
and if gonna... you, you and again you don't have to engage with the uh, content if you don't want any more of us it's just simply one five or ten dollars and you, you never wanna... have to hear anything else yes yeah. um we did get one one new patron who i don't think we've mentioned i think we have twosies oh twosies okay nick yes nick thank you so much come Welcome on to in. family water's fine nick and then we have amanda amanda thank you so much so sweet Beautiful. Amanda, I've never, I have great memories of Amanda's. Oh, I love that. A lot of Amanda's in my grade, in my grade growing up. Sure. Yes. You know. Popular 90s name. Popular 90s name. But you're special and stand out from all of them. You're so not welcome. like those people. You're not like those, you're not like Amanda B or whatever. <laughs> no, um, no. <laughs> no, no, queen. You are your own Amanda. You don't need an initial after your name because we all know who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyways. So we have a newsletter coming out on Wednesday. Yes. Uh, it will be yesterday by the time this goes to air. That's correct. <laughs> Thank you, Lillian. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, and then, yeah, anything else? Mm, you're working on the scabby shirts. <laughs> Slowly but surely. Slowly but Kelly's surely. Kelly's I, well, art I, project. I have to tweak. Um, I have to tweak. I have to tweak. Well, it looks great. I saw this. I saw it. The The rough... Yeah. mock-up you guys are gonna love it john I, shirk uh artist it's very cool it's not any it's not tweaking the art it's um i'm pretty no no to make <laughs> to burning silk screens and so i've fucked it up now three times just get somebody else to do it for fourth you. time's a charm that's what they say famous <laughs> um but yeah they're a lot of fun we'll have those one day and uh you know until then uh sayonara yeah <laughs> Two foreign languages. I know. Goodbye. Goodbye.